I stared these weeds in the soul. I stared at their fucking roots while I ate wheat bix. And I knew they were thinking, oh shit, he's having seven. This guy's not mucking around. No, I'm not. Jason Derulo, another one. <laughs> so when Oh, yo, we coming out, yo. Yo, this is that memoirs of a white guy shit. <laughs> yeah. At it again. Take it, Luke. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 150 of Chitty Chats of a Chalky Chap. Hope you guys are well. Thanks very much to that guy for doing the intro at the start. Really appreciate that. Um, he's gone now. Woohoo! What an energetic start. Like, dude, this is this is honestly this song. Hang on. Sorry, I like that bit. The point is, this is gonna be a groovy app. Or at least for the most part. Oh, oops, 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 I'm losing multiple sound effects. Hang on. This is the vibe that I want for episode 150, ladies and gentlemen. We bloody did it. 150 episodes. Let's just just stop what you're doing. Just have a dance. Do these ones. If you're an audio listener, just pretend you're jogging on the spot, but just just move your shoulders a little bit. That's it. The 150 dance. Woohoo! Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for allowing me to do 150 episodes of this. Talking to myself in my house. Started off in my bedroom. Occasionally, it was the radio studios. Those were some good apps. Then it was my lounge room back at uh, my parents' house. And it was my bedroom at my parents' house. And look at me now, guys. I'm in the spare room of a two-bedroom unit. I've come so far. Uh, But no, it does mean a lot. Thank you very much to the people who have listened to every single episode. I know there are some people out there who have done that journey. And goddamn, it's great to have you still here. And I really appreciate it. Now... This should be an absolute groovy celebration. This is the vibe that this episode should be. You know that uh, video of the old guy who's dancing in like, it, it seems European and he just chucks down his crutches and then he just starts fucking killing it. You know that video was like, ah, and then hang on, I need some music. I don't, oh, this is too long to start. And what's some other music? Swish, swish, swish. Oh, that'll probably get me copyrighted. Um, I make no. Uh, I've got no music here, guys. But you know, like, whatever. You just get, like, a funky tune. Hang on. Now, I cannot explain this until I get a funky tune. What's a funky jam um, that will probably not get me copyrighted? Oh, uh, look, it might get me copyrighted, but it will be worth it because it's a hella funky jam. Okay, so you got a funky jam, right? Today we've gone with the Jackson 5, all right? This is before the allegations, <clears throat> so it's fine. All right, you ready? So you know that old guy video, right? We throw down the crutches. Just do this with your um, like whatever your stress is on today's episode, whatever pre-existing bullshit you've come in this episode. Going, oh, just listen to Luke for a bit because I feel or whatever. You know, you might be happy already. Great, keep that energy going. All right, then grab, grab whatever and just throw it. What should I throw? There, just threw my tambourine. That's the energy, okay? That's just a demonstration of what you can expect from episode 150. Today, we're going to continue with this energy for the most part. Obviously, I've got to talk about senseless warfare that I'm currently involved in. It's unavoidable, okay? I had to do it. And I look, there is going to be a bit of a somber, somber moment. I think somber. Dude, I don't know how to say that word. Somber moment. Somber? Somber. Dude, I'm an idiot. It's somber, and I thought it was somber. <laughs> Fuck. I'm sometimes surprised myself. I know I surprise you guys. They're like, wow, there's so many gaps in my knowledge that it's, at the moment, like, the real, I would say there's more gaps than actual knowledge at this point. It's just like one constant gap, and then occasionally I know something. Um but yeah, th- there will be a sad moment. I should have said, I understand that word. It's three letters. There'll be a sad moment at the end where we have to talk about the ultimate pump-pump competition. And if you didn't see the results during the week or what happened, um, I guess you can already guess from my attitude that things didn't go well 
for fat bottom girls. Um, but we'll talk about that at the end because I want to keep the energy at Jackson 5 level for the most part, okay? Because it's it's episode 150 and this is a celebration of 150 absolutely at sometimes just on par but sometimes above par episodes and sometimes below par, you know? But that's what you get. It's a mixed bag and that's life and I think that's a good demonstration of that. And uh, obviously that, oh, for all the technical nerds, uh, Luke, you didn't actually do episode 100. It's true. We haven't done episode 100 yet of the podcast. Uh, episode 100 will be done uh, when Osha decides to join me on the show. For those who are new, uh, episode 97, I believe it was, I made a promise to um, the listeners of the show. And it was a big call. And you guys know if you've been around for a while or even if you're new, Something about me is I love making calls. It's so fun to just say shit and just put it out there in the universe. And the fact of life is, and it's why there's a saying to it, sometimes it's fun to talk the talk, but you have to walk the walk. Now, talking the talk, easy. So easy to just say shit and then not follow through on it. I'm great at that. The real hard part is, and I guess the aspect of this that, can become a chore and a bit of a uh, is doing stuff. And on that particular occasion, when I promised Osha to be on the show, unfortunately, uh, due to various issues, uh, one of it being he was confirmed, I probably made an early call, then it fell through. That was the issue, was that I probably shouldn't have promised anything, but whatever. It doesn't matter what happened. The point is that, Episode 100 will still go ahead one day, hopefully. Uh, I'm currently freezing out, Osha. I just don't want to become come across as too keen. Um, currently, everyone in society is freezing out everyone, though. So I don't think he's noticed that I'm freezing him out. But I'm trying to freeze him out as much as possible on social media. Just so... Uh, I, I feel not a, nothing against Osha. It's really to get closer to him in the long run. It's just a strategy... Uh, where I feel like I came across a little strong, maybe because I think at one point I told everyone who listens to this podcast to tweet him and message him on Instagram to come on the podcast. That did happen. Uh, that may have may have uh, come into play with him being busy on the day that we were supposed to record. And because um, I think not many people realize this, I was actually chatting to his his publicist, I believe, or some manager at the time. And, uh, yeah, I've since never hit up that contact because uh, at that point I was like, I get the idea. I, I, I pretty much told my fans to harass him, and that's not cool. <laughs> so uh, that that's kind of where that th- whole thing ended. But, uh, yes, we are after episode 150. There has only been 149 episodes, but the, this is still 150 Sorry, yeah, because we just haven't done episode 100 yet. We just skipped that one. Uh, so, yeah. <sighs> the vibes are high. It's just such a nice day outside, man. I'm going to go hit the well gym as soon as I finish this podcast. So, if I seem a bit toey, if I seem a bit eager, and if I seem like, uh, like say if I am accidentally talking about something else, and then I just say like, yeah, so anyway, I'm shredded, and it doesn't make sense. It's probably because I'm just thinking about what I'm about to do. I'm about to get out there and get fucking swole. And it's so great to see so many people utilizing the well gym at the moment. I know I've discussed this, but man, it brings joy to my heart. Happiness. It, I can't, I cannot, I almost said I come, I can't, I cannot stop smiling whenever I'm out there, man. When the sun's out and people are out there playing with the dogs, you know, riding along. It's the first time I've even smiled at a cyclist because usually I'm like, what, you got two wheels? You think you're better than me? Huh? Huh? I do what everyone does. Huh? Huh? Don't you fucking come near my car, right? I have the normal response to people who you're in Lycra, okay? And that, by the way, that's just a general rule in life. That's how you should treat everyone in Lycra, unless they're a gymnast. I have respect for them because they can do flips. But if you just see anyone in Lycra, nothing worse than watching a middle-aged man uh, stop off at the local store with his fucking package just, oh, like it's not even a budgie in his pants. It's like you've stuffed something down there, bro. 
you are not 55 and that well hung, okay? And you know what? Props if you are, respect it. And maybe if I was that well hung, I'd be wearing lycra all the time. But you just see some guys like, yep, just uh, on the way home, thought I'd stop by. And it's like, well, you bought milk and bread here, man. How are you expecting to ride that home? Then, of course, they're a douchebag with a fucking riding backpack. Got the little water tassel that goes down to their mouth. So they can be just like, you know, they're so used to fucking sucking already that they just start sucking water. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, I enjoy the world gym. But, yeah, I saw a cyclist the other day and I was just like, dude, less. You know what it was? was, Fair enough if you're full into cycling. And like, you're like Cadell Evans, like level, you know, you got the bike, you're like, fucking, I love gears and I love mountain riding and whatever they talk about. I love road racing. If you're like that into it, then cool. You do you. But if you're a casual weekend rider, man, just wear some comfortable shorts, some, maybe some, I I don't mind the high vis stuff easily seen if if you're going to ride on the roads, but if you're riding on the bike track, in my local area, like where people are walking their dogs, there's kids with scooters and you're just zooming past in Lycra. It's like, man, firstly, get your life together. Secondly, you just almost hit that fucking three-year-old girl on the scooter. Okay. She did not deserve that. I saw a guy almost take out a kid. It was pretty awesome actually to watch. I was like, fuck, he's really going to full kill this person. He was, I've never seen that before. Just like a grown man, almost kill a child. And I was like, I don't know if this is intentional. Should I report this? I don't know. I just kept running. I was like, am I a bad person for just watching a three-year-old almost get killed by some cyclist and then just going, fuck, I wonder how this is going to end. <laughs> it could have ended in a death. But uh, there's not a lot I could do. I wasn't in I wasn't in the zone of, you know, going, stop. You know, <laughs> don't, she's three. Doesn't really matter how old you are, man. Slow the fuck down. You're going around a corner. Whatever. Okay, the point is, guys, the energy is supposed to be good. But I think I'm in this mood because of the war. Man, I just... We'll talk about it. I have to. And I want to keep filling you guys in because I really appreciate all the support that I'm getting. And all right, this is where the energy changes. Forget what I said earlier about it being a groovy episode. All right, pick up whatever you threw down before. All right, I'm going to pick up some greens. I'm going to put it back because you know what? Nothing's ever going to change with this podcast. It's always going to be fucking doom and gloom. So here we go again. (laughs) I'm in an all out war. war. That's the only way to describe it. I declared war last week. If you didn't hear on the weeds in my backyard and over the weekend, shit got real. For once on this podcast, I threw out a promise to all of you guys and I fucking walked the walk. I followed through, you know, if I was a fart last week, now I'm a shit because I followed through, man. (laughs) I fucking did it. I all out assaulted those weeds, rained poison from the skies, aka my $10 pump from Bunnings. And (sighs) there was some lows, there was some highs, and I run you through it step by step. First, I just want to thank all of you guys for keeping me in there. I'm in the trenches by myself, but I know I'm not alone. It fucking means the world, man. My inbox just got lit up with, you can do it. I can read some hero messages of support. There were some real nice ones, and I want to read them out because I do not want these people to go underappreciated, okay? You know, it's more than being appreciative of your, your fans, some people call it. I just want my allies and we're, we're beyond a, this, this, but you know what this war, this war has made us closer together. I think that's what often conflict does to people. I feel like coronavirus, unfortunately, is tearing people apart because we cannot see our family and friends as much. But I feel like this warfare is somehow binding more people, like definitely the people who listen to this podcast closer together because it was amazing to see how many other weed wars got undertaken. I thought it was just an assault at first on the weeds in my backyard. But it turns out that was just one battle in the weed war. This weed war is definitely, uh, I made the first move, of course. I was the one who declared war, but that's how any war starts. Someone has to fucking say it going, hey, back off my land or something to do with religion or whatever people fight about. 
uh, or oil if you're America. But this, someone said it, I said it, and then all of a sudden, people started joining the cause. Battles started just literally lighting up. Quite literally, someone sent me a video of them burning their fucking weeds. It was horrible. It was like Vietnam War shit, just fucking napalming their backyard and just watching those weeds just scream and cry if they could. And, uh, man, it brought fucking joy to my heart. And that's not pretty. It's not, it's not a good look on me, right? That senseless violence that is happening towards weeds. But, man, war's war. Uh, so... This one came in uh, from Paddy. Uh, you deserve it, man. Keep it up. Uh, when I said I'm having a beer after the war, appreciate that, Paddy. Uh, this one came in from Jay. Uh, Luke, I fully support your determination to get rid of all the weeds, but I think you should just buy a sheep and then the weeds will be taken care of. Um, and that's another thing I've been loving about this weed war is I love your input. Now, I went with the poison approach. Uh, Jay prefers the more peaceful, buy a farm animal and get them to destroy the weeds. It's not that simple, Jay. It's like, I live in a two bedroom unit. I don't think we're ever allowed to have a fucking pet, let alone start a petting zoo in the backyard. Uh, but it, look, maybe I can ask the landlord, Hey dude, uh, cause you didn't fix the fucking weeds before we moved in. It's only fair if I buy a sheep. Uh, maybe that could solve it. Hey Meg, Meg. Can we get a sheep? Can we get a sheep to combat the weeds? All right, she said, yeah, go for it. Sweet. All right, I've got permission off Meg. I just need to ask my landlord. Um, maybe we could get a sheep. I don't want to fucking feed it. That's the thing. You don't have to feed poison the next day. It just does its job. Uh, but it's a good suggestion, Jay, and I really appreciate the support. Um, someone said someone said a World War One has begun. I don't think that's actually accurate. Um because World War One finished eight, like years ago. That's pretty stupid, man. Um, definitely the Weed War. Oh, maybe he's talking about Weed War One has begun. Of course. He just wrote WW1. I thought World War One, but he obviously meant Weed War One. Uh, Cameron uh, said, you should take over Better Homes and Gardens gardening episode called How to Take Care of Weeds, the basic white boy edition, while punk rock plays in the background doing things your way. Man, that's pretty much what I'm doing here on this podcast is uh, I'm the Scotty Cam of fucking chemical warfare. Are we getting a goat? No, a sheep. Why would we get a sheep? To combat the weeds. No, but sheep don't eat weeds. Someone said that goats are better than sheep. Who says goats are better? Well, goats eat everything. You said goats are better. <laughs> no, no. Goats eat more things. Therefore, they will eat the weeds. Okay, well... We'll talk about it after the podcast, which farm animal we're going to acquire. <laughs> Sorry, guys, just a relationship discussion there. You uh, walked in on, oh, actually, she walked in on this. Um, yeah, where we were just, uh, that's all right. I don't know about a goat. I don't think we should get a goat. <laughs> I don't think we should get a sheep. I'm happy with using the fucking weed killer. Uh, this one came in from Jonah. Uh, amazing process, just... Amazing progress, sorry. Just remember, we are all in this together, and as one army, we will defeat those weeds. Great. First, oh, then I think you were supposed to put a full stop in there. That's fine. Punctuation is for fucking nerds. Uh, great first day. Amazing progress with yourself. Oh, man, this one. Okay, this is the last one I'll read, and then I'll get into actually how the shit went down. This one came in from Jaspery or Jasper53. Step the fuck aside, Gardening Australia. This is real gardening. That's the kind of shit I need, man. That's when I, you know that what you're doing matters and you think you're out there alone, but you're like, fuck no, man. I'm out there one-upping Gardening Australia, one of the ABC's leading agricultural programs. So, um, oh, wait, there's one more suggestion. Oh, yeah. Tomo reckons I should burn the weeds. There's a guy sent me a link to, I didn't even actually didn't think this existed I got someone, see, <laughs> Meg's brother-in-law suggested that I get a flamethrower and torch the weeds. Half as a joke, half for real. He's like, what, Elon Musk has a flamethrower? You should just get that and then fucking light him up. And I was like, look, I don't think the landlord would appreciate that. The whole point of this war initially was to do the bare minimum 
to uphold my rental agreement. That's kind of why it started. It was it started on two fronts. One, it was me trying to kill the weeds to uphold the clause in the rental agreement that says I pretty much have to do the bare minimum of gardening, uh, otherwise they'll kick us out. And the second reason I did it was because I'm becoming a dad now and I took their growth in my backyard as a personal attack. And that only helps plan B, getting a flamethrower. Yes, the satisfaction of burning them alive and watching the little fuckers burn, that would make me happy. But the danger and that the fire hazard alone, I just don't think is good. We didn't even have a fire extinguisher in our house. So I, it'd be, I don't think we even have a hose in the backyard. This is, well, I'm really under-resourced in this war. Like I had to go buy fucking weapons from Bunnings the other day. All right. So it's Saturday morning. All week I said, so on Thursday, I think I said the weeds have 24 hours to kill themselves. That was my ultimatum. I go out Friday, no change. The weeds still there holding their ground. And I'm like, all right, it's war you want then. So I was like, you know what? First thing, dawn on Saturday morning, the fucking war starts. Here's the problem with that. My sleeping schedule's fucked. I went to bed at 2.30 a.m. on Friday night or Saturday morning, technically. So I woke up at 11. Damn, I'm five hours behind schedule. I would say already the weeds have got the advantage on me. They've, they've got the fucking jump on me. They've been growing in that nice Saturday morning sun, a little bit of dew, moisture seeping into that mulch. It was not a great start to the war. And I fully admit that. And I take full responsibility Uh by the way, I don't want to be a colonel. I want to, I want to be a commander or maybe like a sergeant, whatever. Can someone tell me what the highest ranking officer is? I'm that. So it's like any morning. It's 11 a.m. I wake up. I go, fuck, I should get my life together. And then I walk to the kitchen and uh, I get out my bowl. I'm like, you know what? I need a breakfast full of high fiber and uh, maybe one that sponsors kids triathlons. I had some wheat bix. Seven is how many I do. And I don't fucking want anyone, not a single person in the comment section, 99. When? When what? When did I fucking ask how many you did? Okay, I do seven. That's what fits in my bowl. I stack it like Jenga, motherfucker. I go two like that, two two, and then I slip one on the side. Okay, just slip it in there, boop. And that's how I arrange my wheat bix. That's the one thing that's so weird about wheat bix. And I guess I just did it too. You say wheat bix and then everyone's like, this is how many I do. Because you just want to confirm it to people. And I just did the thing I hate. Whatever, I do seven and that's awesome. Okay, and I know Brett Lee probably does like nine or Tim Cahill does 10, I think. But you know what? I make no apologies. This is me. So I'm doing seven, right? Doing me. I've got the energy of a big chick with a beard. And this is what I did, man. This is so fucking arrogant. And like maybe this is where I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself in this war. By the way, if you think I'm going to talk about anything else on this podcast for the next 15 minutes, skip forward. Okay, if you're not interested, firstly, <laughs> yeah, right. As if you're not interested. This is fucking captivating shit. And secondly, uh, there's nothing else to talk about. So this is going to be the whole episode. Episode 150 is just dedicated to the weed war now. It's Saturday morning. I'm three weed bicks in. I got four to go because I do seven. You never guess what I did. I did something so, so cheeky, so arrogant. Like I would just say... Uh, I was at this point pissing confidence all over these weeds, which by the way, Keelan reckons I should do. He reckons I should urinate on the weeds once a day. Uh, he said he did it once uh, and it killed weeds in his backyard. He said, I, I pissed on these same weeds every single day and it killed them. So that's one strategy, but I want this war to be over in the next couple of weeks. I want to get in, get out. Okay. I don't need this. Honestly, the amount of senseless violence that occurred over the weekend, I'm not proud of. I did things to those weeds that I never thought I'd do to any living thing. Now, the cheeky thing I did. Most people 
right before they go out to war would be like, I don't want to see the enemy. I just want to be alone, maybe write a letter to my loved ones, um, maybe take off the necklace, put it in a little box and go, give this to my grandson if it all goes badly. Not me, man. I open the blinds in my kitchen, looking out onto my backyard. I stared these weeds in the soul, not even in the face. I don't have faces. In the core root. I stared at their fucking roots while I ate wheat bix. And I knew they were thinking, oh shit, he's having seven. This guy's not mucking around. No, I'm not. I looked those. I didn't go on my phone. I didn't browse TikTok. Okay. I wasn't taking the talks. I was staring at the roots going, are you ready to be pulled? Okay. Do you want to know what my dick feels like when Meg's not around? Because, bitch, you're going to get pulled a lot. You're going to be raw, bleeding. (laughs) Fuck, man. I was going to, man, just pull these weeds so hard. It was going to get sexual. (sighs) Then something great happened. I loaded up. I went to the laundry and I was like, all right, time to lock and load. It was that cool scene in movies to like, except it was me going, Meg, do we have a funnel? Do we have a funnel? I can't get the poison. It's a bit of a small opening for me to get the weed killer into the pump thing. No, I don't think we have a funnel. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to use something else. Um, So it wasn't as cool as the movies, but whatever. So then, uh, oh man, honestly, I'm the okay. I'm gonna stop this. So I'm just gonna come out of this story for a second. I'm so so jealous that I'm not one of you guys listening right now. Because if I could hear this story for the first time, it happened to me firsthand. So I can't unlive that than hear it again. But to be in your shoes, hearing these war stories firsthand, not often do you get to hear the story, like uh, the story of of a like a warfare as it's going like from a soldier, from the, the head in command. It's a very interesting perspective on modern warfare. Um, not the video game, the, you know, the, the weed war. So, where was I? Oh, yeah, so I'm loading up. Couldn't find a funnel, had to improvise. Got an old, uh, like some cardboard that I found in the kitchen, sculpted it into a little funnel, then poured the... Uh, the, the, the thing honestly worked just as well as a funnel. I just, I just got in a little tiny bit at the end, shoved it in, kind of created like a cone, like if you would at a cardboard, and then just started pouring, man. Now, the poison master, Adrian, uh, he, on the email that he sent me with the full strategy guide that I was obviously basing my first attack off, uh, he said, do it three times the recommended amount on the packet, three times the strength. Here's the thing. Just like my wheat bix consumption, <clears throat> I don't fuck around. Okay, three times sounded strong. I think I went a little overboard. I reckon I did about four times the recommended. So I was just like, I'm gonna rain hell on these weeds. I'm gonna get the one up. You know what? I've I've woken up late. I need to improvise here. They already have. They've already had the whole morning of extra growing that they weren't originally gonna have before they got poisoned. So I was like, I need to make up for where I've gone wrong. So I'm going to hit them harder. So I poured a little bit more in. Boom. The pump's ready. Then all of a sudden, more great news. I found an ally in my girlfriend, Meg. She went, oh, do you want me to come and join you? I can help kill the weeds. It's our backyard. And I was like, man, I was expecting to be in the trenches alone. And uh, I was not. So we went out there armed with the pump, rake, and uh, a green bin to dispose of our compost waste. What happened next was four hours of just back and forth combat. We had the upper hand, then the weeds did, we did. And it was just, by the end, I was exhausted. Few key things that happened. There's a few hiccups along the way. Not everything's gonna go according to plan. That's life, that's war. Our first attack, was remove all the mulch away from the weeds. Make them out in 
the open. Like, let's just, oh, they're hiding right now. They think they've, they're, that's the thing. You don't want your enemy in any war to have cover. So we just remove that. Boom. All of a sudden, our backyard is looking like no man's lands. We're in the fucking trenches. All right. And they're in the middle of nowhere. Boom. We're just pulling them out. Just pop, popping them off. Going bang, bang, bang. They're just being slam dunked into this compost bin. And I can see that the other weeds all around the backyard and are going, oh my God, we've had it too good for too long. Not anymore. It's like they didn't even see it coming. It's almost like they were just sitting there doing nothing like weeds do, like idiots. <sighs> then we realized that <sighs> that was just their first line of defense. We got all the surface weeds. What we discovered, I think, was probably what the soldiers discovered during the Vietnam War when they realized that the, uh, was it the Viet Cong or whoever the enemy was, uh, they, were, they were tunneling. They were going underground to do surprise attacks. It is hard when you are an above ground focused infantry to combat below ground things. We didn't have the tools. We didn't have the weaponry, the equipment. So I had to make a call. Meg's going, there's, there's roots that are going deeper here. We don't have a shovel. I can't dig. We are being bested by these weeds at the moment. Okay, it was a great start. We cleared out their entire first ranks. All right, but then they've still got this whole fucking army beneath the surface. So I went, should we go to Bunnings? We have an ally down the road. Okay, do I make the call? Head to Bunnings. She went, it's, it's time. So I went, no worries, all right? I, I risked my health leaving the house. We're in isolation at the moment, but I was like, this is an essential trip, okay? The cops pull me over. What? Why are you out of ham? Oh, I'm getting a shovel from Bunnings. Like, oh, is this essential? <laughs> that would have been my reaction. <laughs> like that. Like, are you, sir, are you fake laughing at me? <laughs> That's what I would have done. <laughs> I would have slapped my knee for extra effect. <laughs> you fucking idiot. And you trained to be a cop. Yeah, man. Is this an essential activity? Cool. That's like saying I don't respect our army reserves. You know, I don't respect the people who are risking their lives. I'm at war, bro. Okay. Yes, it's an essential trip. Fucking idiot. So I went into Bunnings and I uh, went to the digging tools section now, side note, did not know the range of tools and prices in which they would be. Had no idea. Dude, we're talking $10 shovels to $80 you can spend on a shovel. That shocks me. I did not know there was such thing as an $80 shovel. When you see a shovel on a workplace, you think $30, $40, maybe $50 for a high-end shovel. Keep, keep going up, okay? I, man, if someone said $80 for a shovel, I would have been like in the castle, man, with the trading post. I would have been like, tell them they're dreaming, dude. That's insane. So obviously I got the $10 shovel. I'm not made of money, okay? And we're doing this war on a budget. And it's more about the spirit in which we have as opposed to the, you know, we're like one of these uh, little little countries who are trying to fight a war uh, when I guess the resources aren't high, but they're doing, they're more of a strategic country as a part. Like we're not the Americans of warfare. We're not just going to buy bloody $80 shovels to nuke these weeds with and just get it all over quickly. I bought, I would say a good weed sized shovel, which turned out to be a hidden gem in the end, perfect size. So I get back, uh, all of a sudden Meg's had a breakthrough. She goes, Luke, I think I found the source of the weeds. She uncovers quite a big root. And she reckons it's from a tree that used to be in the backyard because there's a big stump in our backyard. So she thinks she's found the cause. All of these weeds, we trace them back, are coming back to this one root, this big root. And I went, oh, man, but there still must be another stump because that one's dead. So I'm like, you have found the cause, but I don't think that really old stump there, it's like very rotted, old, just not the cause. I was like, there's another stump. But we'd found the reason for the weeds. I was like, all right, we've... Let's start heating at the source. So Meg gets a digging, right? We are literally now diggers. So we're, we're the closest we've ever been during this war from actually being Anzacs, right? We're digging, literally trenches in the backyard. 
And uh, the sheer level of weeds that got destroyed that day, um, look, I'm not proud of, but as someone, here's the thing with war. It's not pretty, first off. And secondly, yes, I love life. I respect life. And I'm the type of guy where if I don't have to kill a spider in my house, if I can get it in a cup and put it outside, I'm a, I'm a gentle giant kind of thing. I do not like killing living things, but I've also never been in a war before. So I'm pretty ashamed of my actions. I was just, man, I was, I was taking out innocent mulch in the meantime. I was pulling weeds so vigorously and recklessly without a care in the world that I was getting chunks of mulch and just throwing them in the bin taking civilians with me, innocent bystanders. That mulch didn't do anything, but I guess that that's just like any war. There's going to be obviously an innocent bystander that gets caught in the crossfire. And that was the mulch in my backyard. I reckon I binned, I don't want to say it really. I'm pretty embarrassed. And it, again, this just doesn't, this kind of, uh, th- this, Oh, I don't even know how to call it. Ignorance doesn't look good on me. I know that. But I reckon I binned about half a kilo of mulch that day in the first day of fighting. And that's one thing I'm going to stop trying to do. I'm going to definitely, before I, when I pull out the weeds, all right, I'm going to shake the weeds a little bit and then uh, put it in the thing. By the way, that's why I didn't do the beheading video. I still might do it. I just felt like I felt dirty that first day of fighting out there on Saturday. I just, I promised a a weed beheading video on my Instagram and uh, there was a talk between Meg and I of me yelling, hello backyard before I did it. And uh, I just felt wrong about it because I was like, look, there's been too many losses today. Uh, Some of them caught in the crossfire and we need to rethink our strategy here and what we're about morally before we come into this battle again. But it wasn't over. We're literally a quarter of the way through this. <laughs> so strap in. All of a sudden, I notice a shift in the light. My first mistake has come back to bite me. We're losing light. The sun is rapidly going down. It's hit 5 p.m. We are not in daylight savings anymore. The clocks have been wound back. We are, I realize at this point, I've got a, under 90 minutes of light left. Yet I think I have about two and a half hours more stuff of work. So this is kind of where I stopped documenting it on the memoirs of a white guy Instagram for a while. And I just get to fucking work. I'm raking, I'm pulling, I'm raking, I'm pulling, I'm raking, I'm pulling. Right? Not uncommon for a Saturday, right? All of a sudden, Meg leaves. She has to go do some stuff with her mom. It was already booked in. I've lost my only ally in this fight. I've still got you guys supporting me back home, so I don't give up. I've got this new shovel that we've acquired from uh, my allies at Bunnings Warehouse, where lowest prices are just the beginning, and I would recommend them for any weed warfare. They help me out a ton, particularly the guy working in aisle 19. Really nice guy. (sighs) Then um, I didn't want to talk about this, and I guess... Obviously, my confidence that I had early in the day looking at them while munching my weed bicks, kind of implying that I would eat those weeds for breakfast, that all went away because it was quite a warm day. I'd taken off my jumper. I'm now on a T-shirt. The sun had started to crack my lips. And when you have chapped lips in the middle of a weed war, you know what any soldier does is you make you stop, you retreat, and you reach for your pocket for some pawpaw ointment to smoothly put over and um, I guess just re-moisten up those lips. And such a simple thing, usually such a thing you take for granted, when that's taken away from you, particularly under these circumstances, and it's pretty hard. <sighs> I didn't have my pawpaw in my pocket anymore. 
And then all of a sudden it dawned on me. I checked my other pocket. I did what anyone does in a frantic moment. I went. And then I was like, oh, it must be in my hoodie. I ran to my hoodie so fast. Ran. Got to the big pocket of my hoodie. I went, where's my paw paw? It's not in there. I called Meg. Meg, did you take my paw paw? No, what are you talking about? I'm with my mum. Just, just, no, go find it. I don't know, whatever. Stop being a child. Beep, 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 beep. That was her hanging up on me. That was the only time in this war where I felt properly alone. There were no amount of hero messages, no amount of support from you guys that could get me out of the rut that I was in. I had chapped lips and I still had 60 minutes of outdoor weed pulling to do. And I still hadn't got up, got up to poisoning. So not only was I running out of time, but now I'm licking my lips for moisture, which is, I felt like a fucking savage. I was pulling weeds and going. That's a low point for anyone. But. I thought about why I started this war and I thought about, I guess, what the poor poor would want me to do. The poor has been there for me for probably the last two months. I've had this, this little tube and he seen those weeds grow. He's been with me for long enough to know that, uh, I guess there's, I'm not perfect. And, that I treat weeds growing my backyard as a personal attack. And he, I, the point is I knew that the poor Paul would want me to continue without him. And that's truly, I often brag about in this podcast, oh, it's so easy being straight and white. And, you know, I have never any problems. And that's a bit of a bit, like obviously everyone has problems and stuff, but it's also underlined with a bit of truth. And in that moment, I've truly felt like what it was like being in the third world. I was like, I'm at war. I'm alone. I'm being attacked on all fronts. There's horror around me. There's life ending. You can hear the screams and the cries of the weeds. And now I have chapped lips. God damn, this is some fucking third world shit. And so if you're from like maybe a country, uh, I know for a fact there's one person who listens to this podcast from Egypt. If you are that dude from Egypt or, or girl, it could be a girl. Um, who listens from Egypt, uh, maybe your car, look, your country hasn't been in war for a long time now, but uh, I know that you're in the Middle East. Yeah, is Egypt in the Middle East? I think so. And you're surrounded by war. Just know that you're not alone. I felt your struggle in that moment. And I made a hard decision. And it's what a lot of people have to do when they're faced with conflict. I had to leave the poor poor behind. I just kept going, man. I was like, I, again, I'm not proud of this, but I just kept pulling and, and it made me angrier and it made me take more mulch. And all of a sudden I was taking more civilian casualties and I was grabbing these weeds out and I was grabbing handfuls of just weeds at this point. I wasn't even picking weeds, pulling anymore. I was scooping up handfuls and just putting it in the bin. I filled up half a fucking goddamn green compost bin with God knows what. I wasn't even looking. I was red with rage at this point, just like my... Poor, poor cream was red. I was that color red. Poor, poor red. And that, that alone was fucking the most intense half an hour of my life. I got so much done. Kind of as like a, as a bit of payback because what I thought had happened was the poor, poor had, I was like, it's fallen out in the garden and I've raked over it. Cause I'm, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm raking one bit, pulling weeds out, then raking it back over, raking one bit, pulling weeds out. And then I'm moving mulch around the backyard cause it's quite a small backyard. And in the process of moving mulch, I've clearly lost my paw paw, right? It's fallen out. I've let, let my dearest companion go and I've raked over it. So all I'm thinking is the weeds have taken it. It's been taken prisoner by the reeds. It's now somewhere in there with the fucking roots, probably being tortured, probably being wrapped around like a snake, you know, these fucking weeds. So I was like, it's been grown on top of... So I'm just paying out these weeds, man. I'm like, you fucking take my trapped lips and you 
fucking take my one of my best friends away from me. I've had this poor poor for two months, you know. And I'm just raging, but I'm by myself, right? And I've still got Fallout Boy playing in the background, you know. Toy. And I'm just getting angry, I right? I even stuck. I'm like, fuck it. I'm moving battlegrounds. I move out to the front. I'm ripping weeds out the front, by the way. And that's that's one thing that I'm pretty safe to say is I reckon I've won on the on the uh eastern front, which is the front yard. Okay. I have absolutely beaten every weed there. There is not a weed in sight, it's just mulch, man. It is a bunch of peaceful mulch sitting there stopping the weeds from growing through so i think i've definitely won it's just a backyard situation that's happening and there's so many twists and turns in this story i'm gonna have to do an entire podcast dedicated to the weed war what happened next was well i guess I could, okay there's two ways i could tell the story no i'll tell you at the end okay there's a twist coming that's all I'm going to say is not, not many, uh, M. Night Shyamalan doesn't ever tell the audience, by the way, wait for the twist, but you know, so it's like that. All of a sudden I'm digging with uh, with my shovel and I'm digging out deep roots and I'm like, fucking, I'm gone. But again, I'm taking dirt with me at this stage. I don't give a fuck. And then I'm digging. I hear dun, dun, dun. And I'm like, oh, that's not, that's hard. Oh my God. Is that my cock? I'm like, what? This is big and hard. It's long as well, girthy. What the fuck is this? I think it's my cock. I think someone buried my penis, right? And I'm like, oh, no, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's just the same size. I discover this huge stump underground and I start digging. All of a sudden, I'm back to being 10, right? And I've got one of those dinosaur kits and I'm a fucking archaeologist in my own bedroom, right? And I've got one of those little clay things and I'm I'm finding these bones, dude. And I'm like, oh my God. So I, I'm like, an, I've turned into Indiana, Indiana Jones at this point. I'm just digging for whatever the fuck, which is pretty much what Indiana Jones does. Let's be honest. And then he shoots some Nazis in the meantime. There's a lot of similarities here, right? But I'm just taking out weeds instead of Nazis. And uh, I'm digging. All of a sudden, 30 seconds later, I've got myself what we thought was a weed issue has now been confirmed as a stump issue. They were bloody. And also, if you're watching my, my Instagram story, there were sparks flying. I didn't realize there was this spark that shot up. And uh, then Meg gets home from whatever she was doing. And then I'm like, I've, I've, by the way, it's dark by this stage. The sun has fallen. It's me with a phone light and a dream. And Meg goes, you're a crazy person. Okay. And I'm like, Meg, this war isn't going to fucking win itself if I'm inside, you know? in the comfort of my own home. I'm going to be out here on the front line, okay? And it was, again, I don't like the fact that this war is now affecting my relationship, my, I can't even speak, my English and my relationship. But I guess you've got to make some kind of decision where it's just like, what's the priority here? And at that moment, I'm pretty ashamed to say that my priority was removing the stump and killing it at the source. I come too far. I'd lost my poor, poor Meg confirmed once again that she didn't have it. And then Meg said, Luke, it's dark. It's pitch black. You can't see what you're doing. Call it in for the night. Oh, by the way, I've missed the most important part of the story, which is in between, I guess the stage where I was pulling up, I decide to give the half of the garden that I have done an all out spraying. I pick up the pump and it takes me about three to four minutes to work out how actually I had to do it because I'm a moron. And then I realized you have to create some suction by pumping it. I missed the massive pump that's on the top because I'm a fucking idiot. And uh, I just start lighting it up. I feel like I've never felt more power in my life than walking through my backyard, just spraying those weeds. And I was like, hum, you know, I'm humming under my breath, like, sugar, we're going down, swinging. Because I'm still listening to Fallout Boy, right? And uh, oh, actually, by this time, I think some uh, five seconds of summer had come on on the Spotify playlist that I was listening to. So I'm like, she looks up perfect, standing there in my American apparel underwear. Meanwhile, there's probably little weed families like, ah, just crying. You know, there's the weed kids. I'm like, and I'm so down. Ah. And then all these little weeds are like, You know, they're just like singing along to five sauce, but also screaming because they're being fucking poisoned alive, the little motherfuckers. And 
it honestly made me realize that chemical warfare is cruel. You know, the, the first time I ever, obviously everyone realizes that, but it was just horrible, man. And I guess I went to bed that night and Meg was like, good job out there today. You really showed those weeds. And I was like, I feel like I did have a win that first day. By the way, we're up to the first day. <laughs> this is the first day, okay? I feel like I'd had a win that first day, but at the same time, something didn't sit right with me. I didn't have my pawpaw. My lips were a bit chapped. And I felt like I maybe shouldn't have taken out that much mulch. Might have to put new mulch now. There's a lot of dirt in our backyard now. And I was proud of myself, but yeah, I guess I was just sitting there thinking, look, I've never been in a weed war. This is a first for everything, but I'm really not proud of the way I acted today. Uh, in some areas, uh, at one point, I prioritized digging a stump over hanging out with my girlfriend. That wasn't good. Um, but I guess, does anyone come out of a war feeling good about it? I don't think that's the point of warfare. The point is to go in to achieve what you originally decided to do. And that was fucking make it rain on those weeds. And I guess I achieved that. I It was downpour. I felt bad for the weeds. Now, a few people going on Sunday. So the day passes. The night comes. All is silent. No shots were fired on Sunday. Mainly because there was a 24-hour ceasefire. Uh, sorry, that was Monday. That was, Monday, there was a 24-hour ceasefire because of the ultimate pump-up song competition. Uh, bigger th fish to fry that day. And, uh, oh, fuck, I haven't even got to that. <laughs> fuck. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll wrap this up. The main point is I didn't do anything Sunday and I haven't actually... There's only one thing that's happened since. No other warfare has taken place. There's only one mission that's happened since the first day of warfare, because by the way, you're supposed to uh, leave it out there for three to four days and you see how it go. And then four to five days later, you re put another coat on uh, and to get, to get rid of the weeds, but it's only been three days so far. So I'm going to do that tomorrow, but I did go on one more mission. Saving private pawpaw. It was a search and rescue mission. I knew that the odds were against me. And I thought that I was crazy doing it, but I've received a few comments on my Instagram post because I did mention that uh, obviously I took some heavy casualties, lost my poor poor out there. And a few people suggested that I go on a search and rescue mission. And I thought they were crazy. I was like, no, it's... But then I was like, you know what? Who am I? Already it was weighing on my conscience that I didn't handle myself out there properly and as maturely as I should have the first day. I let the weeds definitely get the better of me, but... <sighs> leave no man behind. So I went out there with a rake and combed the backyard for my poor, poor cream. I was out there just, and I had to look, a few weeds got taken out in the process. Okay. And I'm combing, I'm digging, man. I look for that poor, poor for upwards of seven minutes. Now, when you've got a small backyard as I do, that's a pretty long look. Unfortunately, and regrettably, no poor poor was found that day. That was on Monday, yesterday. No, Sunday, sorry. And I didn't put this in my story because I didn't want, I guess, to show the dirty side of war. I only really wanted to show you guys the victory. And maybe that was wrong on my behalf. I should have shown you guys that sometimes it's not pretty out there and... You, you, you lose people. And I lost the pawpaw that day. That was when I truly gave up. I was like, I've combed the backyard. I cannot see it everywhere. But I knew I had it out there. I was like, I was almost 100% certain. And then something crazy happened. While I was out in the garden, seven minutes into combing, I'd given up. I was about to put the rake away. I received a phone call from my mum. And I picked it up and said, hey, mom, how are you going? And we had a great son to mother chat. How's it all going? Great, good. Oh, I've talked about you, blah, 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 you know, on the phone to auntie. Yep, great. 
She goes, all right, well, I'll leave you to it. And I was like, yeah. She goes, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm in a weed war. And she's like, oh, that sucks. Um, Oh, by the way. Now, before I say this, I want to let you know that I did not think at this point there was anything that my mum could say to rectify this situation. There was nothing. There was even no, as loving as my mum is, she's the best. Okay, I love her so much. There's nothing in that situation that she could have said to make me feel better about losing Private Paul Paul out there on the battlefield that day. And then my mum said, and as she does, and this is why I love her, she said one of the most heartwarming things, my eyes almost wept. I wept with joy that day in my backyard. She said, oh, Luke, by the way, um, when we caught up for a walk, on Saturday morning, this was what I did before the weed war, um, you left your pawpaw in the back of our car, remember? <sighs> Dude, I fucking was so excited. Here I am combing my backyard on a search and rescue mission, not realizing that Private Pawpaw was never in that battlefield all along. And here's what happened. Here was the here was the confusion. I had a, another. I have two tubes of pawpaw. All right, two private pawpaws. One was inside. It never left inside. I thought I bought it out. Then the other one, I on the walk, I'd left it in their car. And then we've gone and done some exercise. Okay, don't worry. Social distancing was applied. Uh, and then I'd left a pawpaw in the car. And then. This whole time I've been so wrapped up in the fucking weed war, I forget about leaving Private Pawpaw in the car. Turns out never even made the battlefield. And I turns out I didn't lose anyone that day. But what a relief. Holy shit. Whew. And um, yeah, that's it. That's, I guess, the update of the weed war so far. I, I'm surprised I condensed that into 40 minutes. To be honest, it may be 45. I'm really surprised that I condensed it down to that shorter time telling that story because there was some things I had to miss out that I didn't even go into full detail. Uh, there was the moment where Meg started digging with uh, pruning hedges before we bought a shovel. I missed that bit. That was pathetic to watch. You know, I've that's, that's when I knew I had to go down and buy some more uh, equipment from Bunnings. I was like, I cannot watch here one of my most loyal allies in this fight sit here and dig in my backyard with metal pruning hedges. Fucking hell. Uh, there was some other big moments. There was uh, the neighbor walked past at one point and said, oh, I like this song uh, when Queen came on during it. And um, so, yeah, there was definitely some things that I didn't mention. I did try and condense it to only the war facts, but it was an absolute roller coaster ride. And if you're still listening to this, even watching this, firstly, wow. Your dedication to this war is uh, commendable. And I think you outrank anyone who's tuned out for sure. Uh, before we wrap up episode 150, fuck, episode 150 was supposed to be a celebration. But I guess uh, when you're in the middle of a war, it's kind of like how everyone's just talking about coronavirus right now. This is like that for me. There's, it's not a lot else is on my mind uh, except for just me versus these weeds and I, I guess to, to, to summarize this, and I guess to, as one final uh, footnote, I guess, or, or update on this whole saga, I'm seeing some browning out there. Just today, there was no sign of browning and I was a little bit worried. And today I'm seeing those weeds that were still above surface that I still sprayed just to test out the spray. Um, I really... I think I showed them what's up, and I do not think they'll recover from this. Oh, hang on, my computer's gone to sleep. I talked for so long uh, that my computer just died. Uh, my computer got fucking bored. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, whatever, man. Oh, how was Luke's podcast this week? Yeah, you just talked about fucking up weeds for 45 minutes. I make no apologies. This is me. You bet I did. Okay. And thank you all very much for tuning in. Before we end, this is going to be a long podcast this week. We have to do the ultimate pump-up championships. 
play the opener for the final time. The ultimate pump-up song countdown slash tournament. I don't want to get copyrighted. So I'm just doing that myself. What a bloody journey this week. If you thought the Weed War was a long saga, well, fucking strap in. This has been going for six months. Uh... <laughs> Guys, I had so much more to... I'm really sorry. I had so much more to talk about on this podcast. I had a bunch of questions from you guys. I might have to do a bonus episode of the podcast this week. You know what? Next week, I will set a timer on Weed War Chat for 10 minutes, okay? That's going to be my rule next week. I'll set a timer for Weed War Chat, and then we move on. Because today, got a little out of hand, and I apologize. I had a lot of other things I wanted to address. But uh, I guess I wanted you guys to be in the loop. (laughs) Um, the ultimate pump up song competition was drawing to a close, uh, this week. And I do have a winner. It was the grand final vote during the week. It was holding out for a hero from Shrek two versus my, uh, I guess, pick in the competition. And the reason why this competition started, uh, fat bottom girls by queen, in my opinion, and many others, uh, who truly understand music. The ultimate pump-up song. But this, I guess this competition was to prove, uh, to see if I was right. And it turns out, well, you know what? Here, Okay, here's what I think. At the moment, I think we've almost hit 24 hours now into the vote. Uh, and by the way, it's running out of daylight here. And I still need to go for a run. So I'm going to wrap this up quick. But uh need to go out there and hit that well, gym. But... Currently, Instagram poll, very close uh, at the moment. Fat Bottom Girls is uh, still taking a loss, though. Uh, 46% to 54%. So an honorable loss on Instagram, uh, holding up for her winning. But the YouTube poll just got ahead. It was, I think it was 73% to 27%. It was an absolute runaway in the grand final. We've been having close matchups for weeks now, and... Yeah, look, it's not... So, yeah, I guess I'm not going to be a sook about it um, yet. Just wait. I need to give proper respects to the competition, which was, I would say, one of the better songs in the Shrek 2 soundtrack. So, uh, congratulations, holding out for a hero. Uh, I'm not happy about it, but I will, I guess, hang on. Oh, they've taken it off Spotify now, fucking weirdos. Um... Whatever. You know what? I'm not going to play it. That's it. There. That's my little petty act for today. I'm not going to play it. But congratulations to Holding Out for a Hero. Fought valiantly till the end. Uh, it beat. Uh, turned down for what? Lil John. Pretty easy start, let's be honest. Uh, then it beat Thunderstruck, which was a big hitter in this competition. Uh, then it beat... Oh, sorry. Then it beat Lose Yourself. Then Thunderstruck. And then Fat Bottom Girls. There is no denying that... Uh, Holding up for here deserves this victory. Was a clear winner in the end. Uh, so congratulations. In saying that, however, I think this shows one more thing before we wrap this saga up. I think it shows that no matter how good a pump-up song is like Fat Bottom Girls, there is no denying that Shrek 2 is a well-loved film. And I look... I'm not going to say, I'm not going to sit here and be a sore loser and say that maybe Holding Up For A Hero is a better pump-up song, in the opinion of most people. Maybe that is the case. But I have a sneaking suspicion that perhaps, ah, I'm not trying to point any fingers, but perhaps people only voted for it because it was a meme and Shrek's funny. But that's, that's my suspicion. Now, I predicted this might happen, and it did happen, and you'll notice that where the real people are on the memoirs for like Instagram, bit closer, bit more accurate results, whereas over on YouTube, people who don't listen to the podcast, and I guess just random, you know, internet, internet-y, nerdy people uh, vote. I feel like the meme song won, is all I'm trying to say. Now, was that an error? putting in a meme song into this competition from the start. Could have we all seen this coming? Probably. In hindsight, maybe I shouldn't have done the Shrek 2 version. Should have been the original. 
but also the Shrek 2 version fucking bangs hard and I'm not going to deny that either. So that's the end of this saga. I think the real winner here is Pump Up Songs altogether. The fact that we've given them the time of day to be appreciated. Uh, and I think I almost proved my point that Fat Bottom Girls is a fucking lethal pump up tune and is absolutely not to be denied. My original point was it was an underrated pump up song and the fact that it made the grand final in this competition and beat the Rocky theme, it beat the Pokemon song, it beat Bon Jovi, man. And I reckon it would have beaten Lose Yourself and even it was on the other side of the draw. I, Man, it's just... I think I proved my point in a way that Fat Bottom Girls is undeniably a fucking track. And I guess Shrek 2 is a great film. So it proved two things that I stand behind 100%. So I'm happy with how this competition ended. If I was to do it again, I wouldn't make it go for six months. If I was to do this podcast again, I probably wouldn't talk about the weed war for 48 minutes. But we... This is life, guys, and we only have one shot at it, and sometimes you fucking miss. (laughs) And this episode may be a good example of that, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I had a bunch of fun. Hope you did. I'll see you next week. Uh, In all seriousness, uh, if you're still here listening, I really appreciate uh, everyone who listens to this podcast Um, because at the moment when I can't do shows and stuff, I feel like this is the best way that we're all connecting and... uh, this, if you want to come be a part of the Discord uh, on Patreon, we're doing a, a Zoom chat on Saturday night, I think, this weekend, either Friday or Saturday night. Uh, having some Zoom beers, if you want to come be a part of it, we're just going to hang out for like a few hours. And yeah, because and people don't have anything to do at the moment. Uh, we did it last month. It was really fun. It's becoming like a monthly thing. So uh, yeah, if you want to come be a part of that, get on board. And um, yeah, you can get the Luke and Meg uh, Patreon podcast on there as well, which is always heaps of fun. So yeah, thank you all very much for 150 episodes. Uh, This is truly some of the most fun I have making this podcast. And uh, I just think it's honestly, (laughs) I think it's so fucking funny that people listen to it. I think it's really fun that um, people get behind uh, all this stupid shit. Uh, Not talking about the Wii World, by the way, that's fucking serious. But um, yeah, means the world. So uh, thank you all very much. I'll see you guys next week. I have a bunch of questions that you guys asked me a couple of weeks ago that I was planning to answer this week for episode 150. I was planning on getting you guys involved, but it's going to be a very long podcast. So I'll do it first thing next week. Be answering all your questions. Uh, If you want to submit a flex that you've had, we'll do flex chat next week as well, as well as some Luke's thoughts. And um, yeah, it's been heaps of fun. Thank you for 150 episodes. I'll see you guys next week. Woohoo! I'm gonna go out there and get shredded in the well gym. Oh.